Hello, Wankers. What's up, Wankers? What an exciting race, huh, Wankers? Oh, oh, my God. Oh, oh my God. Baby, you know, that was a good one. Okay, so after Silverstone, I was ready. I, you know, had my cigarette ready. I lit it up. I was lying in bed, kind of breathless. And then Hungary came around. I was like, no, we're going again. We're going again. And this was the F1 race equivalent of multiple orgasms, which I didn't think I could have. But F1 is teaching me new things about myself sexually week by week. I'm learning new things about myself. So thank you, Formula One. Thank you, Formula One. Thank you, Lewis Hamilton. And and thank you both. Thank you to the Mercedes team yes. for, for giving us the pleasure of these last two races. And you know what? I got to say, there's excitement that can happen in races. But these, the excitement's happening so quick. I'm having to apologize. I, I'm, I'm having PTSD from high school, <laughs> from when a girl would touch my leg, and all of a sudden I'm like, "Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry." Because, and you know, and you know what? Lap when, one, did, lap what? one, lap one. Well, here's yeah. Oh, in lap one and in Silverstone, you know, we had four, five turns before ecstasy. In Hungary, one turn, one turn, one pump. Chump, baby, and I was just in absolute orgasmic heaven. Because Botas came in from behind through the prostate, and you just weren't ready for it. I had no, uh, yeah, it was, uh, it was like a doctor. Yeah. It was like a doctor with a thumb. Bam! Oh my God! Wow. Why does this feel so good? Wow. Yes. I mean, it, the people. Many people are saying that it's the greatest F1 race in a long time. And everyone was saying, all the people in the lamestream media were saying that hungering is boring. It's basically Monaco without the walls. And they were saying the only way hungering could possibly be interesting is if it rained. And, and you know, I'm, I'm here alone. My girlfriend has left to go to another country because she doesn't love me. And I'm here alone. And like a fucking loser on Saturday night, I go, okay, the only way my Sunday is going to be interesting is if it rains tomorrow. So like a fucking loser, I type in hungering weather. And I'm checking the forecast like a dork to see what the weather is. And of course it says all sunny. We're good. We're good. Nothing. And and so I go to sleep like, oh, another shitty day in the life of Matt Elisafin. And then I wake up and they're doing the formation lap and it's raining. It's fucking raining. And I'm like, oh no, is this about to happen? And, and take it away, Brian, take it away. Well, I'll say that when I, uh, you know, I think it's important as Americans to all kind of talk about the experience of what it actually means to watch a Formula One race, which it means usually that you're waking up at ungodly hours. <laughs> yes. I had been to a wedding the night before, been out till three in the morning, mm -hmm. and woke up at 8.45, got into the couch with my little computer screen, turn it on, everyone's passed the fuck out, turn it on, and there's canopies over the cars. And I'm like, oh baby, let's fucking go. Let's <laughs> fucking go. And yes. I, I think, well, let's, I want to talk before we get into- Who do you think, who do you one. think came harder after that wedding night? in that hotel room you or the or the or the bride um the bride and groom don't have didn't feel an ounce of the pleasure that i felt watching turn one of this race <laughs> um so let's go into the kind of like 
before the race, which is in the, the days leading up to this. And what was expected to be the kind of drama of this race was what was expected to happen was because during qualifying, the, the first three positions were uh, Lewis, then Botas, then Max. It was one of these things where it's like, okay, well, in the first few laps, Max is going to have to try to make up some room because this, this thing is so hard to pass. And also because of the qualifying, um, Lewis and Botas were going to be starting on mediums because they finished Q2 with mediums, whereas Max finished Q2 with softs. So Max was going to have to start this race on softs versus Lewis and Valtteri on mediums, which gave Max a, an advantage, at least at the beginning. The beginning so there was yes. this kind of, this built up drama of kind of like the first five laps, Max is going to have the pace because he's in the Red Bull and he's going to be on the soft tires. So that's going to, that's kind of, you know, we were expecting, is this going to be another Lewis and Max wheel to wheel and what's going to happen are they going to crash into each other again what the fuck is going to happen mm. so much so that even <laughs> in the, one of the press conferences pre-race they kept asking max and lewis like what's going to happen you guys going to be like wheel to wheel again like you think you guys are going to crash again like what the fuck is going to happen <laughs> huh because like you guys fucking hate each other right you guys fucking hate <laughs> each other right and max was just like will you guys shut the fuck up he literally said this he was like will you guys shut the fuck up i can't do a max impression just telling them, like, fuck off, you guys. This is the only question you've been asking us for all week. And we're going to race, and we're going to race hard, and that's what we both do. And why are you guys making this into such a big deal? Mm. And it is like, well, babe, you posted the most the, the most passive-aggressive Instagram post I've ever seen in my life. And you didn't call out the people, you know, being racist towards Lewis. So there's definitely some bad blood out there. So what do you expect the press to do? This is like when my sister, my sister has autism and she'll do some crazy shit. And then when you bring up the crazy shit to her, she'll be like, will you just drop it? And it's like, you know, like, well, and she has yeah. autism. So there's an explanation there. But Max, it's like <laughs> you were like going crazy. And then we bring up like, hey, Max, that shit was kind of crazy. And he's like, drop it. Yeah, he's, he's, he's gaslighting all of us by being like, why are you making this into such a big deal? And it's like, it's like well, you literally started a race war from the hospital bed. <laughs> so we're kind of just wondering how that's going to play out now. And Helmut Marco, Helmut Marco is seething at the mouth, is seething at the fucking mouth, foaming with his fucking Twitter fingers. Yeah. Um, but anyway, all of that was kind of null and void because there's rain and everyone's on intermediates. Yeah. And so the race begins, and it's kind of like, okay, well, you know, we'll see how this goes. And the race starts, and Lewis gets a good push. Max gets a good push. Valtteri gets a bad push. And Lando gets a good push. And Perez. And Lando gets a good push and, and passes Valtteri on the inside, gets ahead of him. And at the beginning of turn one, Botas breaks late. Bumps into fucking, crashes into to Lando, and then Lando crashes into Verstappen, and then Botas crashes into Paris. And all of a sudden, <laughs> boom, 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 pow, I got that blue nice style. I, <laughs> yeah. Bye, bye, Red Bull. I, you know, I'll see you later now, okay? It and, was the craziest thing ever. It's like, it's like when you're texting at a red light, and you just pound right. into somebody from behind. It was the most amateur-looking thing I'd ever seen. And it's just chaos. And it's just fucking chaos. Um, stroll uh, avoided crashing, yeah. I yeah. guess. But it looked like he was kind of, you know, trying to make a good cut on the inside. Cuts to the inside, goes on the grass, hits Leclerc. 
Um, Ricardo gets gets caught Hit. in the shit. Yes. And and all of a sudden, other than Lewis Hamilton, the top three rows are just completely fucked. fucked. Gasly has to go wide. Like Gasly's race is fucked. I mean, it's just like so. Not only is the front of the pack fucked, but the midfield is fucked. So you have completely you have, and Perez gone. is fucked. So like the Red Bulls are just done. You have Max's Max is like his race is fucked. His car is damaged. Perez is just out of the race. Leclerc is fucked. Lando is fucked. Gasly is fucked. Well, Gasly's yeah, yeah. Gasly's Gasly's car is at least not damaged, but he has but he has to do this crazy avoiding thing in order to avoid the damage of the yeah. But but like but like but Gasly was in a position to win that race. You know, right. Like like everybody that could have won that race can't now. Do you know what I'm right. saying? The the only person and then because then the C's part for the guys who were in the back. If you're looking at Ocon's, you know, dash cam or whatever, it's just, it's just the Red Sea. Right. It's just, (laughs) you know, it's just, oh, it's just clear the fuck out like blockers. Like he's a running back and it's for the the Alpines, for the Alfa Romeos and for the Hasses. And for Hasties. (laughs) And there was, there was, there was some, you know, pretty choice, uh, you know, team radios from from this crash. Um, most specifically, when Charles Leclerc got hit, and they just cut to his radio, and it's just beep, beep, beep. What happened? Yeah. Beep. <laughs> what the beep? <laughs> I love that they just. I'm watching ESPN, which is a Disney-owned company, <laughs> that they're just showing beeps. I my hats off to them, and. Um, yeah, Charles completely didn't have his composure. I, you know, Max was surprisingly chill given what happened. He was like, "What? What the fuck happened?" <laughs> and they're like, "Yeah, the the McLaren hit you." He's like, and there was a great part where he goes, "What happened to the car?" He goes, "You um, you lost the barge board." And he just goes, "The whole thing?" <laughs> He's like, "Yeah, it's all gone." He's like, "Oh, uh, okay." And what's crazy to me is that the, is that it was like is that is that Christian and Red Bull they just were such Karens the last week about the one crash like they were just like. The, the, the Mercedes took out our one driver. Mercedes took out our one driver, and yeah. they're just screaming like a bunch of fucking Karens from the rooftop, trying to get Lewis Hamilton arrested. <laughs> <laughs> and they've been screaming till they're red in the face. They just emptied their whole clip, and then this week, Botas takes out both their fucking drivers. Botas said, "Oh, you thought and you thought like, last week was bad? Hold my beer, baby. <laughs> yeah. Get me in the sauna and let me take you out with my big finished cock." <laughs> <laughs> also, he was just like he literally created the biggest disaster of all time, which what what are we calling it now? The Botas massacre. The Botas massacre. That would be the ti- the title of Epp is I, I, the title of I, Epp is Botas massacre. I mean, I want I want a revolution. I want like you know a um, I want a painting done by Da Vinci of the of the <laughs> the bird's eye view of all the cars just completely off track, um, and I want to hang it in my bedroom. But also, what I also loved about it, it was when they showed Botas's radio, and he was just like, "Sorry, guys." <laughs> <laughs> I just <laughs> he literally like. His blood pressure didn't go above like whatever bl- the low blood pressure is. I don't know what it is. Yeah, one twenty over his 80. His heart didn't. <laughs> he was he was he was one over two. You know, he was so low. He was like, "Sorry, guys." He's like, "Yeah, it's my fault. Just broke late." 
<laughs> he sounded like he dropped the salt or something. Yeah. Like that's what it sounded like he did, which I love. He's like, sorry guys. And you know, the, we got we got to say that like there's been a this season long discussion about what, who's taking that next Mercedes seat next year and whether Botas is going to get replaced by Russell. And um, you know, Botas has had a bit of a tough year. He hasn't won a race so far, and he thought, well, how can I help the team? How can I prove that I've got my seat? Well, let me take out both of the Red Bulls in one fail swoop. And I, you know, everyone's saying that he didn't mean to do it and that it was an honest mistake, honest mistake. But babe, I've made honest mistakes that have had only bad consequences. And this one had some good consequences for Mercedes. I think Botas realized he said, if I can't keep my seat by driving well, what if I kept my seat by driving really poorly? Like he, he <laughs> fucked his way to the other side. Yeah. Like if you drive poorly enough, you can be an asset. What I would give to have a, a, a video of of Toto and Christian in that moment. <laughs> because... Um, well, I want to know where Netflix was on that day. I know. They had to, they had to be in one of those paddocks. Right. Because after Silverstone, you know they want to be in, in, in Red Bull or... Like, you know they're like, okay, we need to have a camera for on one of these fucking guys for hungry yeah. or both. Yeah. I mean, let's just talk about those producers for a second. <laughs> Their nuts are drained. They're... Like they have no more they have no more their nuts are just just sawdust at this point. Yeah. I mean, this it's just this year, you know, we I think that we're really I don't think that we'll ever experience a season this good. That's what I'm worried about. Brian, because is this just is this season just a hot dog down? It's gonna be a hot dog down a hallway after this. It's just gonna, it's never, it's never gonna, it's never gonna feel as good as this because, listen, it's the first season that we're really like paying attention to each race. Our our previous experience yes. with Formula One has just been like watching the TV show after the fact, and for this, but those seasons, Lewis has been kind of running away. Yeah, with. they've been like ultimately boring. And like the the, the interesting storylines have been like, yeah, well, you know, one time, <laughs> one time this yeah. person got sixth. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah, 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 yeah. And this yeah. season, it's just it's like, all midfield stuff. It's all midfield stuff. And this season, it's like it's top of the stuff. And 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 it's just never gonna be as good. It's like when I watched Love Island. To me, the first season that I watched of Love Island is the that's the best season ever. But if you anyone who watches the first of, of something that's truly great, their first experience with it is always the one that they remember the most. And I think that that's what this is going to be. Um, I also hear they're not as hot this year in Love Island. They're what are they this year? Ultimately, they're just boring. Is is what's happening? Is what's happened so far? Is that no one really likes each other, and it's just boring and. Um, and now that Formula One is in my life, I'm like, why do I give a shit about this show? Um, because there's more drama happening on the track than there is in Love Island this season. That's saying something. Um, so let's... So yeah, the crash yeah. happened. Yeah. They did, they did a red flag. Right. Shout out. Shout out to the pod. Shout out to the pod. Everybody's, everybody that, so they're prepared for rain. Right. They think it's going to rain for like 20, they, they think it's going to rain for 25 minutes. Yeah. They do a formation lap. When they're ready to go back on, yeah, everyone's like, "It's dry. It's fucking dry." Because then it stops raining. So no one thought it was gonna rain. Then it rains. Then they think it's gonna rain. Then it stops raining. God is just like the hungering will be exciting. This shit is gonna be lit. I'm gonna make it stop raining. And they're all driving around, 
And then everyone, everyone on the radio is like, it's fucking dry out here. It's dry as shit out here. We need to change tires. Except one person, actually two people. Okay. So everyone was like, come in. Well, well everyone, like, everyone yeah, in. yeah. There, there's a clip of George Russell being like, um, George Russell being like, it's, it's dry out here. Everyone's going to be coming in. Everyone's going to be coming in. Yeah. You'd have to be an idiot not to come in. And right. Those two idiots that did not come in were Mercedes and Hamilton. And Ferrari was like, put your car in first gear and you'll be fine. And Carlos Sainz was like, I'm coming in. Yeah. Which is which is the beginning of a story that we're going to – Carlos Sainz is a baller. He didn't listen to his team. He went in. And what and be, and oh, the other person who didn't want to come in was Ocon because Ocon was in second place. Right, right. And he was like, so what we have to say – what we have to say within the crash, also what happens is that the, Ocon comes into second – and yes. all of a sudden, there's an Alpine falling behind Lewis as the carnage kind of ensues. So during the four, so so the red flag happens, as Matt just said. They kind of do what they can with like Max's car. They're putting duct tape on Max's car. They're trying to. It's my favorite part of Formula One. The two hundred million dollars they go into these cars, and then in the race, they're like duct tape. Duct tape. And you baby. see that on his car, and you're like, he's fucked. <laughs> he's fucked. He's so fucked. <laughs> so they. So everyone. During the formation, after the red flag, comes in to the pit, except for Lewis Hamilton. And everyone is in the pits, and Lewis is just out there alone. Alone. And the red lights are going, and Lewis is just out there which alone. Is like a metaphor, which is like a metaphor for most of his career. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, but, but why that happened was because Lewis and Mercedes didn't know that because this wasn't like the, the formation lap to start a race, they were under the impression that you couldn't communicate with your driver during this thing. And while the other people were communicating with their drivers, Lewis and Mercedes were not communicating. So there was no communication between them and they didn't make a, the joint decision to come in, which every other team did. So when the race actually started, Lewis comes out blazing as much as he can, given the fact that he's on the shitty wet tires, everyone else is on their slick tires. And immediately within like two or three turns, Lewis just goes, yeah, it's dry out here. <laughs> and they're like, uh, yeah, a box, 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 Lewis, box, box. Yeah, yeah, come in. And he yeah. comes in to the, to the pit lane, and then it, because it's only been one lap, everyone's close to him, and everyone passes him. And when he comes out of the pit lane with the slicks, just like everyone else is on, he's in last. And there's another <laughs> he went from first to last. It went from first to last, yeah. and then there's another amazing radio clip where he just goes, "Am I in last?" <laughs> they're like, like yeah. how the fuck did this happen? They're like, like everything broke his way, and then and then because of Mercedes stupidity, yeah, because they're literally in the strategy department, apparently dumber than everybody else. Because here's the thing, here's the thing: is Mercedes spends all their resources on their car and the fact that they have Lewis Hamilton, yeah, and then I guess on nothing else. And they're like, and then and then you knew it was bad when they were like. No, 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 Lewis, you can win this. You can do it. Like, you're Lewis. Basically, their strategy is you're fucking Lewis Hamilton. Yeah. Like, and then at one point, at one point, he's like, oh, no, it's going to be really. Lewis is like, I don't know. This is going to be really hard. <laughs> and then you hear Toto on the radio being like, Lewis, you can win this. And it's like, their strategy is like, Lewis, Lewis, he's our man. If he can't do it, no one can. And, like, and Lewis is like, I fucking hate you guys. Like, you know, this doesn't have to be hard. Right. Like, I Because at the end of the race, he literally almost died. He literally almost died. He's bent over. He's bent over with the. He's trying to, like. He's trying to, like. 
he's trying to do the champagne at the end and he's like he looks like a sad man just jerking <laughs> off like bent over and it's just the most it's the saddest thing i've ever seen he literally he almost died they're like, hey, should we pit? He's like, ah. Because he had to work so hard in order to not yeah. to, to get points back on the race. With that his he... long COVID, he had to fucking push himself. Right, right, right. To, right. Because they just didn't box when anybody else boxed. Um, yeah, so then all They're of a like, sudden, ah. so all of a sudden, out of this, out of the chaos, um, Akon is in first, and Vettel is behind him. And it's like, okay, well, Hungary is a hard race to, you know, to pass people on. And, and all of a sudden, this becomes the battle. And Max is, Max is in the back with Lewis. Um, but Max is, you know, his, his car is damaged. He's, he's kind of like, he can only, like, make up so much room. And meanwhile, like, Lewis <laughs> has an undamaged car. And, and even though he has a damaged but, but mental the, state of his, of his strategy here's, team, he still is Lewis. Here's Anderson. what's funny about Lewis's car is they're like, Lewis has the fastest car, but they literally didn't set it up. Lewis is so great and Mercedes is so great that they literally didn't set the car up to be behind other cars. <laughs> right. So it was really bad in traffic. They're like, well, what if what if they're behind? Because these cars have to be fine-tuned specifically. Yeah. Like They're like, what if we're behind other cars? And they're like, we won't be. It's Lewis. It's Mercedes. So literally, he's behind other cars, and the car is like, "What the fuck is going on?" Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't so it's not set up to deal it, with like the dirty air that all the other cars yeah. are set up to deal with. In fact, actually, right. at They're, one point, um, Science um, said after the race um, that um, the McLarens are the hardest cars to pass, um, and he was saying that because like he had been he had been behind Ricardo um, at Silverstone. And wasn't able to get past him, even though he was trying for like laps on end. And he was saying that the McLarens are actually the most difficult cars to get past because I think they're just so used to being in that midfield range that they're just like fucking like yeah. they're set up for it. They're set up to just put like so yeah. much dirty air and to be able to be like, yeah. don't fucking, don't fucking pass me. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking this one. You can't get it. Um, yeah. So 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 they just have like banana. They have the arrow equivalent of like. Banana peels behind them. <laughs> right, exactly. It's <laughs> <laughs> Mario Kart. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, Max Verstappen had a hell of a time. I mean, getting past Ricardo, even with his damaged, um, right. even with Ricardo's damage, because they were both damaged. Right. They were both, and I got to take my hat off to Ricardo, because like people were saying that he should have, um, many people were saying he should have retired the race, because right. he, they've been, cause, because, you know, you only have a certain amount of engines for the year, and if you can't win or get points in that situation, you might as well just save your engine, save your, it's kind of like a pitcher who you want to save. Right, arm. right, right. But Max, like, instead of being depressed and like sad, a sad boy about it, he put his head down and he raced with his broken ass car, mm -hmm. 75 laps to try to get one points. And that was a great battle with uh, him and Mick Schumacher. Yeah. Well, um, and, and we got it. We got to have, you know, shout outs to Mick Schumacher because we thought that the wheel to wheel battle that was going to happen was between <laughs> going to be between Max and Lewis, but instead it was between Max and Mick and Mick's he, Mick really showed some Mick really showed some, some grit and some, some driving skill kind of, uh, well, Mick's never had anybody to race with other than Mazepin. Occasionally. Right. 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 And <laughs> like then all of a sudden literally never raced. Yeah. Then all of a sudden he's looking over and he's seeing he's, he's racing it for Stappen and he's like, what the <laughs> yeah. fuck is this? <laughs> well, we, I also like, have to say, I also oh. have to say that like, uh, <laughs> another hilarious <laughs> moment was that after the carnage of the first lap, <laughs> 
um, Mick was in, I think, like ninth or tenth place, and he was in the Ten. he was in tenth. Right. And within within five seconds on the Haas Instagram and Twitter page, it was all caps. Mick is in the points. Mick is in the points. Mick is in the points. And I and I wouldn't I wouldn't be I wouldn't put it past the fact that it's Gunter writing those yeah. fucking tweets and writing that Instagram because babe, no one's paying attention to what's happening on the track and we're they're, they're taking every inch that they can get. Just Gunter on just Gunter on his laptop. Gunter probably called Michael Massey and was like, Michael, you know. He's very unsafe. We should probably call the race now. Oh, where is, where is, where is, um, Mick Schumacher? Oh, he's in 10th. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Maybe we should call the race now. It's very dangerous. Yeah. Yeah. You know, let's think about the safety. He's going to be um, holding on to that in, in business meetings, in business meeting for the next year and a half. He's going to be like, well, one time we were in 10th <laughs> and they're like, for how long? And he's like, for five laps. <laughs> and a few years ago, we were in fifth and sixth, and then we fucked up both pit stops. We look like a bunch of wankers. <laughs> but um, yeah, it was just the most hilarious race for like, and also after the restart, Russell was in first for a second mm-hmm. and then he had to give all the places back. Right. So that was fucking... And we were like, oh, Russell can't catch a fucking break. And so, yeah, you know, the battle between Max and Mick, great battle. What I loved was Mick was like, I'm going to fight this guy clean and hard, Mm -hmm. and I'm going to hold the road. And then Max, like a fucking G, was like, (laughs) bitch, I don't need the fucking road. Goes off the road and then fucking bumps the shit out of him. And was going to be interesting to see what Christian was like. Well, you know, who was just like, oh, clutching his pearls when Lewis did basically the same shit. <laughs> you know, Max Lewis is fucking just hip checked. Mick Schumacher was yeah. like, excuse me, bitch. Um, so that was some baller. And I just texted Brian when Mick did that. I was like, huge nuts. <laughs> huge. And uh, so that was fucking amazing. But I think the most amazing battle of the whole race, mm-hmm. we got to say was a throwback to days gone by. And because Fernando hasn't really had the car because he's such a piece of shit as a person, he just hasn't been able to work at any team, it's Fernando and Hamilton. So basically, Hamilton's charging up the the spots and he's trying to get... Because he can get to first. Right. And basically, the only thing standing away from Hamilton and fucking glory (laughs) is Fernando Alonso once again. His former McLaren teammate, who once, instead of, in order to keep Hamilton from succeeding at McLaren, tried to blackmail his own team and cost McLaren $100 million in fines. <laughs> Got them thrown out of the Constructors' Championship. That's what he did to get, to get Lewis, to try to put Lewis in his place. But this time he was just going to do good racing. And <laughs> right. Hamilton could not get past Fernando's fat, fat ass. Yeah. And wouldn't you, he just had a donk. He had a donk and Fernando was all over the road. Couldn't let him by. Towards, it was, that was, you know, towards the kind of like end of the race because Fernando was what, in fourth? They were, they were, uh, Fernando was in fourth at that point and around there. And Lewis is, you know, trying to charge past he had to hold off Hamilton long enough. As long as he could. And he just he just drove the shit and and kept him and held him at bay, even though he was in the uh, even though he was in the better car, he held him at bay for five laps, and just made that made his ass 
nice and fat and just he couldn't get by and 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 you know in terms of the hottest i think maybe we can do because this is my hottest moment of the race and hottest driver of the day and i think i have to make it a little bit of a two-parter because Mm. you know we were talking some shit in our hottest drivers episode about esteban you were talking more shit about fernando i was i was and i was talking shit about both of them and i have in the past and I was talking about how, you know, Akon's, I don't know if he's got a big dick, but he's got a long dick. Well, that long dick was providing extra downforce in this race because he was driving like an absolute fucking champ and holding off Vettel, which was the other kind of like amazing um, battle of this race. And so my hottest drivers and moments of the day are the Alpines, you know, Akon's long dick and Alonso's fat badass and those two things secured the fucking glory and the victory for alpine and alonso getting his first victory of the season and um and the after the race when you know alonso lifts up alcon in his arms and they just have this like daddy son moment that was was there a better daddy moment was there a better daddy moment when he lifts his son in the air and then, and then Ocon says the most backhanded compliment of all time, where he was like, <laughs> they interviewed Ocon, and he goes, you know, many people tell me many things about Fernando, and none of them are true. He's a wonderful teammate. Everything they say about him is wrong. He's incorrect. And I'm like, wow, everyone told Ocon that Fernando was a piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. Everyone was like, stay as far away as possible. But uh, there's something about um, Ocon's sweet little smile that uh, Fernando just kind of like can't get enough of. And and it was his birthday. It was it was Alonso's birthday. And um, even during also, the race. Also, there's some PR going on here. Yeah, there's definitely some PR going on. They, they know what they're Fernando's doing. Fernando's like, you know what? I want to I want to come back in this sport. I want a competitive car. And I want to prove that I'm not a piece of shit anymore. And this is like. This is like after Mel Gibson had all his shit and he went on Kimmel and it's like, I like Jews. See, it's me and Jimmy Kimmel. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> Jimmy you know Kimmel's what I'm not like, Jewish. <laughs> Jimmy Kimmel's not Jewish? No. I thought Jimmy Kimmel was Jewish. I don't think so. You looking it up? Box the car, box the car. We have to find out if Jimmy Kimmel is Jewish or not. Wow, he's not Jewish. I know. Got him. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> But um, okay. I think the point stands. Devastating. He, yeah, you know, like, we thought, we, he like, thought he was one of us, but he's not. Um, <laughs> he looks Jewish. It's well, like his, Jewish or whole... just uh, ugly. <laughs> <laughs> Nevertheless, yeah, I think I, I do agree that there might be, there's a bit of like kind of this, like the new Alonso kind of PR machine uh, around him, you know, rehabilitating his image. And it, 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 you know, it helped the fact that he could drive so well because he was, you know, defending against his old teammate who he doesn't fucking like, Lewis Hamilton, that he could just kind of like take it out on the track and just, you know, prove to be the legend that he is. Because uh, even during the race, at the end of the race, after Alonso, after um, Alcon wins, they uh, they said, you know, you know, Fernando really helped you there because he held off Lewis for a bunch who had the pace and and he really secured the win for us and Alkin just goes what a legend what a legend <laughs> i didn't think Ocon was particularly hot when he won i thought he was cute and adorable like when he wins mm-hmm. they're like you're one he was like woohoo yay like he was 12 
And then he, he is very young kid vibes. And um, although there was like a great clip, like where they showed the video of like his like driver, like GIF or whatever. Yeah. And it was like him going like, yeah. And he looks like he's pointing to his dick. <laughs> and like the internet was enjoying it because it was like, I bet you he never thought he'd be seeing that. Like posted everywhere because he was like, yeah. Like, look at my dick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, and, um, but I, you know, and for a lot of people who might be thinking like, well, yeah, it's his job to do, he wasn't being self, self, selfless. Like it's his fucking job to keep his place. Like that's his job. A lot of people were saying that the, the conventional wisdom is like, cause you give up a lot of tires. I've learned that you give, you, 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 you blow a lot of tires defending, like driving all over the course, trying to defend that's bad for your tires. Right. So if, 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 if Alonzo was a selfish piece of shit, what he could have done is he could have just let Lewis buy and then attacked science. Right. He could have used his tires to move ahead of science. So he used so much of his tires against Hamilton that by the time Hamilton got by, he couldn't get past science because he had, he had blown his tires. So it really was a selfless move. And... Alonzo was a fucking baller and just to make to but to make sure you knew that he was still kind of a piece of shit that, that <laughs> throws shade they were like saying Alonzo great job defending Alonzo was like no I mean I wasn't that great at defending Lewis made many mistakes he should have gone by me first lap so <laughs> and they were like he said you did something like kind of dangerous he goes well Lewis he'll know he always complains so right and I was like baller <laughs> Like, somebody give this guy a fucking good car so we can see this more often. Like, what are we doing here? Why is he in a fucking Alpine? The guy's clearly a legend. Right. Well, what was... Didn't you also say that you saw some moment where he, like, fist bumped? With oh, yes. 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 So, so basically, there was another iconic moment where Max goes over to give Lewis... Uh, Max go, come. No, he wouldn't give Lewis a pound. Max goes over to give Alonzo a pound. Yeah. He pounds... He pounds... Alonzo and Alon <laughs> he, fists, he fists Alonzo up to the up to the elbow and uh, no they they pound each other and Alonzo apparently you can hear Alonzo say I did my best which is just clearly shows that there's a fucking conspiracy against Lewis and everybody hates him and it's not as much as like I want to win as much as I want to fuck Lewis. So yeah, that's an amazing amount of pettiness that I love. Yeah, definitely. Like, I, I mean, it, it, on some level, like it definitely, it makes sense that people are just like fed up with Lewis winning. And so if, if there's a concerted effort to kind of help Max and not, I don't think that necessarily people love Max. I don't think that necessarily, which is, you know, I think that's a fan experience as well. I don't th think that people are like, you know, I, as a kind of like, quasi Red Bull fan I'm not necessarily doing it because I'm like obsessed with with Max I I do it because I'm like let's get something fucking interesting happen so I think that that's interesting that that permeates I think into the rest of the drivers um because Wait, I, if there I was a, a moment thought, I have a thought yeah so we're having like eight years of a black guy dominating something right <laughs> yeah and all of a sudden we have this kind of impetuous son of an of another great person yeah an heir so to speak coming along who takes no prisoners kind of impulsive and then everybody sort of flocks to him you know 
kind of okay. reaction, uh-huh. kind of reaction to the black guy's excellence. Everybody's like, oh, look at this white guy. Mm. You know, let's all let's all gather around this white guy. And he has an orange army that just follows him everywhere. Oh, baby. That, uh, you know, likes throwing racist stuff around. And while Max doesn't condone it, he also doesn't disavow <laughs> the racist stuff either. <laughs> and then there's the color orange. Is Max Donald Trump? Many people Is are Max saying Donald it. Trump? Many people are saying that Max Max is dead. And, and, oh, and, and Matt and he tweets and he tweets and Instagrams like very catty <laughs> bitchy things. And and he kind of doesn't. He kind of tells he kind of tells the media where to stick it. Is Max Donald Trump? And is and and is and is and are all these drivers like conspiring because they don't like to see this this excellent excellent black guy and it's just reactionary? Are you calling? Fernando Alonso, Mitch McConnell. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you're making it pretty hard to not root for Lewis now. (laughs) Uh, But I think that that is, you know what? That's a fucking, that's a hot, hot, piping hot take. I just been seeing all these clips of the Orange Army and they're all like, ah, I know. There is something to that. It's very Trumpy to me. It's very Trumpy to me. And all the racist stuff they've been throwing at Lewis, like, I'm not not a Max fan, but it's just very Trumpy, and it's like we're taking the we're taking the sport back. You know, what I mean? <laughs> like, let's make F1 great again. <laughs> we're gonna make F1 great again. <laughs> like when 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 Max goes up to Lewis, when Max goes up to Fernando, and Fernando's like, I did my best. Right. It's like. It's like we're making F one great again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? It's a little bit of like a conspiracy to like take it from the black guy. Because that's 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 what <laughs> Trump's all about. It's like we can't let the black guy have it. Right. Let's give it you know what I mean? That's what it's all about. And that's why I love F one, is it really just mirrors life. It's literally right. just life, but cooler. And lo- way lower stakes. You know what um, I mean? I do know what you mean. F1 mirrors real life. And one of the things that life is, is not fucking fair at all. Right. Life is not fair. Right. right? So we've been watching George Russell work his little skinny little ass off. Yeah. So hard. Yeah. To, to, to try to score points, to get on Mercedes. He's been working, you know, he's been, he's won at every step, like meritocracy, getting working his way up the ladder. He's trying so hard to do. He's even putting like thirst traps on Instagram, like shirtless, <laughs> like literally washing a Mercedes. And he's just, he's been getting so close in Q3 to try to get points and every race. He's so close. And then the guy, and then, and then life is so unfair and it fucks him and he just can't get points. And he's just trying every race to get points. He's cause, cause he's such a hard worker and he's so good and it's meritocracy. And then finally, he's in the points and it's, and he's get from hard work. But then Latifi gets like six points. <laughs> it just falls into his fucking lap. Like right. the rich kid just inherits points. Literally. Like the pay driver whose daddy bought him a team, basically. Is that Latifi? Inherits the po- Latifi is like. 
Oh. Richer than Stroll, probably. Oh, wow. Interesting. Yeah. Latifi's mom and dad are both independently, like, separately bajillionaires. Right. Interesting. So, but, like, on the on the right. on the Williams on the on the wing, it says Softna Softna Foods. Uh-huh. That's his mom's company. Yeah. Wow. Latifi's a straight up pay driver. Wow. Wow. He's just a very nice, inoffensive guy. So, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nobody really gives him shit. Well, yeah. I mean, I think that's definitely one take on the kind of like Russell thing. I also think that like, you know, they've been so like. The fact that they've been working, and Russell especially because he's been there for so long, um, you know, I don't remember, it's probably been like two years, two or three years since Williams has even gotten a single point. I mean, I, I don't know, I don't know when the last time that Williams got a single point, and Kub- in the beginning Kubica, of the race. Kubica, Kubica got a few points. The, the guy who got in that yeah, whole yeah, crash, yeah, 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 he, yeah, got yeah. A, he got a point. Um, But... When the kind of chaos happened, and, and I've been a little bit out on George Russell because he's like coming for Botas's seat, and I'm a little bit like, all right, like you 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 tried to like big up my guy Lando Norris a couple weeks ago, and you're you're you've been a little bit like why you know a little bit of an energy of like why aren't I like I should be further along than I am, and being like a little bit like kind of like pouty about. Can it. we talk about his radio message in the beginning? Which one? Well, that's what when he was like George Russell when he was like. When Latifi's ahead. Yeah, yeah, this like, is what I was getting to. So, okay, so, okay, okay. so when the first kind of like chaos of the Botas massacre happens and they kind of get out and um, Latifi's like two or three spots ahead of Russell. Russell's like in like seventh and Latifi's in like fourth or fifth. And he and Russell goes on to the radio and says, do whatever you can do it. I'll do whatever you guys need me to do in order to help Latifi's race. Like, if you have to compromise the right race, if I have to come in early on the pits, like, do whatever you need to do, um, because he's he's in the position right now to kind of make something happen, and I will take that loss, and I will, t- and I will sacrifice myself in order to kind of make that thing happen. And I think it was really a genuine thing. I mean, he's not at the point, it, like, if, <laughs> if, if, if Lewis said that, or if, if Max said that, I'd be like, okay, like, what are we really doing here? But I think that there's a level of, like, I really believed that, that Russell was just so excited for, for this Williams team. And I think that he's really much, very much like a company man. And he, and he does, like, he's like, I'm not going to go to, he, even though he said that he was maybe going to go to Red Bull, he's, I don't think he's actually going to go to Red Bull. He's like, I am like a Mercedes man, and because Williams uses the Mercedes engine, I want this team to do well. And yeah, he got an eighth, and Latifi got seventh. Um, and after the race, he was talking, you know, with, with you know, doing the doing the rounds of press, and he had tears in his eyes, and he was just like, "It's just been such a long." Long no, that fucking was battle. That was it. Was, was really genuine. like I was like I fucking love this kid. This guy is yeah, like was fucking moved. great. It was re. I mean, he's really he's gotten so close. He's had such shit luck, and you know they definitely didn't get as lucky as Alpine did this race. But they finally caught a fucking break, and for both drivers to score points, I think that you know obviously he would have rather gone ahead of Latifi, but I think that he. I don't think he's really threatened by Latifi. You know what I mean? Like he's not like, oh, no, oh like no, people no, are going to no. think that I'm not as good of a driver if Latifi gets no, ahead of me. No, no, he's comfortable he in that. He knows that he's the fucking guy and he's the captain of that of that ship. And for them to score the points, you could just see how much it meant to him. 
and it was really kind of like it was really fucking touching to to see because it's such a fucking slog for these guys for so long um that you know it's just hard to face defeat after defeat after defeat after defeat and to finally catch a break and to uh you know just get some points which is like all that, that they're fucking hoping for it was really kind of beautiful to see i mean that part that part was the part where he's crying, I think, was genuine. And I think most of everything he was saying was genuine. But don't you think there's a little bit there's a little bit on that radio that's like, see, Mercedes, I'm a team player. <laughs> Give me that fucking Botas seat. I will bottom as well. Just give me the seat. Give me the seat. Yeah. I, I think it was mostly genuine. Yeah. Like, I think I don't think he had a big problem. Like letting Latifi finish because I don't think anyone's gonna be like, oh well, Latifi has more points, so he's a better driver. Like maybe Latifi right. should get the seat. Right. You know? <laughs> like, right. I don't think he's worried about that. But I think it was a little bit of like, see, I'm a team player because I think mm. that's the only re- way he doesn't get the seat at this point. Yeah. Is because they don't want to deal with like a guy that's too good or a guy that's too ambitious. Where mm-hmm. Botas kind of knows. Botas has made his money. He's had his career. He knows where he's at. Like there's just like less of a headache, right? Like where you don't like you don't necessarily want like um, a Daniel Ricardo Max Verstappen situation where you have like two guys that think they're the best yeah, and yeah, need to be yeah. number one drivers or something, or even like a Lewis Hamilton Fernando where it's like a young hot guy and an older hot guy and it's just a fucking nightmare, right? So, but no, I think it was legit. I think um, it was really cute when he. I think it made me like him a lot more. Yeah. I thought, it, but but it was hilarious that Latifi got more points than he did, and yeah. it just shows you that life isn't fair, and rich kids just get everything, just everything just <laughs> fucking handed to them. Um. So we talked about my hottest moment of the of the race. Why don't you Why don't you give us yours? Um. My hottest moment of the race, I didn't think there were, there were a lot of adorable moments in this race. So I thought right. hottest moment of the race was when Ferrari was like telling Sainz. Sainz has grown on me a big, big, big time. Yeah, baby. Especially because Leclerc is my enemy and any person that shows up Leclerc is my friend. <laughs> also, I was seeing Sainz the other day and he's he doesn't have the Jew bump that I need. Mm-hmm. But he's got a strong nose. So I'll take it in a pinch. Totally. And... When when Ferrari was like, okay, pit. And he was like, no, 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 be patient. And they were like, no, 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 you should come in now. And he was like, no, I have yeah. the pace. I have the pace. And when you have a team of strategists in the garage with their fucking computers and their charts and everything, and you're like going 200 miles an hour. Yeah. And you're like, I dis-. you're like Adam Sandler in Uncut Gems. And you're like, I disagree. And you're like, and and the fact that he knows because Ferrari are these Italians, they're great at building things that go fast, but they're famously not good at strategy. <laughs> Signs is like they got their fucking T T ninety eight calculators or whatever, and <laughs> and Signs is like, nah, fuck that, I'm staying out. And he was like strategizing. He was like calling plays from the fucking. He was like, yeah, Hamilton's going to come in. We got to watch the undercut. He's like fucking Peyton Manning out there, but he's going 200 miles an hour. Yeah, I thought yeah, that yeah. was really fucking hot. Yeah. And science is like, 
I think Signs, I think Signs is a daddy in training. I think he's meant to be a daddy. Totally. I mean, after seeing his actual daddy, I'm like, yeah. that's who he's gonna be. Yeah. That's like his final Pokemon state. Yeah. He's gonna be like a 35 year old like sick ass driver. Totally. Who's like who's maybe goes well, a little his, prematurely gray. Yeah. Well, his actual just, his actual dad uh, still races, and he does like box car racing in Spain, and is like a fucking. <laughs> he's just like a total fucking G, and uh, and so in in different from like the kind of like stroll daddy dynamic. Where it's mm. kind of like, you know, I just do whatever you say. I think that, like, science really has the ability and, and the possibility, like, to become his own man. And um, I think we're seeing that a little bit on the track. And if he and if he can just get his qualifying to the pace that, like, Leclerc has. Because Leclerc can qualify like a motherfucker. He can go so fucking fast. And yes. science is kind of proving himself to be this kind of, like, I can catch up and I can rise through the field. In, I'm a good racer. I'm a, I'm good, a good racer. racer. He's kind of got like that Ricardo thing going on, but if he can kind of get yeah. his, um, if he can get his qualifying times up to the point where like Leclerc can get them, then it's going to be a real, um, you know, a real battle over there at Ferrari. I will say, I got a shout out to, uh, to my boy, Charles Leclerc, um, who I love more than anything. Um, <laughs> and that has nothing to do with the fact that I just found out recently we have mutual friends and I'm dying to hang out with you. <laughs> um, but he did tweet after the, after the crash, he, he tweeted, nice bowling game. So frustrating. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> funny one from Charles. Hey, Charles, you're so funny. Come, please hang out with us. Um, I did get really excited to realize that. You are one degree separated from Charles, which means yeah. that I'm two, two degrees, degrees separated from Charles, yeah. which makes me feel bigger <laughs> in some way. Yeah. A uh, couple of things, a couple other things. Uh, Pierre Gasly got fastest lap. Great recovery from Pierre. Flawless. Right. No notes. Good on. I will say that Yuki Sonoda had to do team orders with um, Pierre, and he was like bitching on the radio over. Uh, you know, having to eat Pierre's dirty air. And I'm like, okay. I I'm okay with you having an attitude. Like I like the, I like Yuki's attitude. Like I like his bad attitude, but you've been racing like shit. Right. Like, have you seen what, like Alex Albon raced better than you. And he was the nicest guy in the world. (laughs) I know. And he's fucking pretending to be Lewis on weekends. Okay. That's how he spends his time. Yeah. So maybe race better and then be an asshole. Yeah. Like you crash in FP one. Yeah. Okay. You you qualifying behind Pierre every fucking week. So dude, shut the fuck up and race better. <laughs> right. Then be an asshole. Yeah. You know yeah, who yeah. gets to be an asshole on the radio is Lewis fucking Hamilton. He literally fucking like patronizes the shit out of his engineers. He's like, yeah. Guys, you got to do better. Yeah. Like, yeah. Better. Yeah. Like he's so patronizing to them, and they're like, "Yeah, Lewis, we understand." He's like, "Like, I think I that's, I think that's honestly, I think, wait, I think that that might be part of the reason why sometimes there's communicate communication breakdowns at Mercedes is because like he's Lewis is so great and he's so powerful, and and he is ultimately like at any point he could just be like, "No, you're gone, you're gone, you're gone." Like I'm the fucking like other than Toto, like I'm the most, I'm the you know, I'm the most important bitch here, and I think that there's a level where like they don't want to tell him ever what to do because. You know, right, that they're right. like scared that he's going to 
which is, you know, an interesting dynamic that I think sometimes plays out on the track. But, like, Yuki, like, you're a dick, and you're not racing well. And he was bitching more in the, uh, you know, in the post-race. It's like, dude, just race better, and then then show you're crazy. Um, all right, so let's 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 start wrapping up. So I think the the, the Vettel, one thing we that we did, Vettel. yes, exactly. So we didn't talk about Vettel, and we have to give a big shout out to Vettel because for a couple things. First off, he had a fucking great race, and he did his fucking best to pass Ocon, and he couldn't do it, which is also a shout out to Ocon. But he was he was racing him hard, and wound up finishing in second, um, only to have himself removed from the placing entirely because they couldn't get enough fuel out of his car to like test after the race after the race they had to take one liter of fuel from everyone's car to kind of test it make sure that it wasn't tampered with or like you know what you know what have you and i think what happened was the fuel gauge broke and they weren't they were only able to get like you know two tenths of a liter out of out of the uh out of the car so because the rules are the rules and it's like that that rule is like it's black and white he was removed from the race and so no points for alfa romeo even though they are not alfa romeo um aston martin even though they are appealing it so we'll see what happens with that um we'll see if that because it the the kind of key development with that really is that it gives lewis lewis that much more of an edge and it gave him you know some more points while it also gave max some more points i think it gave lewis more um but we also have to kind of shout out to vettel for you know i guess there's i was reading up on a little bit and i guess like hungary has had some kind of fucked up um, legislation when it comes to lgbtq plus rights um and there's a kind of thing that's that's kind of on the you know docket right now to a a bill to be passed that would basically stop uh any type of like lgbt education in schools and vettel in protest of that wore a you know rainbow shirt was fined for it wore a rainbow mask and wore rainbow shoes because you know what Vettel's like got his causes and he's really like he he speaks with his he speaks with actions but he's really like a man of he's a man of causes and he uh you know I don't know he fucking commits to them and we got to give big big props and big shout outs to Sebastian he Vettel puts for his that. money where his mouth is and yeah. um also Lewis tweeted in support right of, of those causes too yeah and so I would say that of of all the racers, those two are the most outspoken in yeah. what they believe in, and they don't just play lip service to them. They actually devote their time, yeah, 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 their money to it. So and he, and he had a fucking great race, and he got a, had a great race that got fucking race. screwed by fucking technicality. So we'll see if he can if he, see if he can get that back. Well, but what's also interesting about that is that because of that, science for the second time in his career, after the <laughs> fact, got a podium <laughs> because of a disqualification. Um, so let me just Ryan, go would you over. Rather, here's the yeah. thing. Would you rather get the points or the podium? The podium. <laughs> oh, I mean, come on. I want to fucking spray champagne all over myself. That's so yeah. fucking sick. Um, so let's go over just because we've, 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 it's been a little bit all over the place. Let's go over the final kind of placings of everyone. Um, with the victory, his first victory in F1, it was Esteban Ocon. Second place was Lewis Hamilton. Third, Carlos Sainz. Fourth, Fernando Alonso. Fifth, Pierre Gasly. Great fucking race for Pierre. Sixth, Yuki Tsunoda. Seventh, Latifi for Williams. Eighth, George Russell. Ninth, Max Verstappen. 
10th, Kimi Raikkonen, Daniel Ricciardo in 11th, Mick Schumacher, Antonio, and then Antonio Giovinazzi. Um, and then Mazepin, Norris, Botas, Perez, Leclerc, Stroll, and Vettel all did not finish the race or were disqualified. Um, and... Yeah, I mean, it was a fucking wild one, and now we've got a big, we've got a summer break. We're going to have some more pods coming out here. We're going to have the part two of our hottest drivers list coming out um, next week with our, our, our good friend, Buck Andrews. And we're going to have some more stuff coming for you then. Um, watch you guys, if you, if you can, do us a favor, and if you could rate us on iTunes and write us a little review, it would be, it would be very appreciated. Um, those things go a long way. And, um, yeah, throw us up on your, your little Instagram profiles. We're trying to build. We're trying to build. And, and we, we, we have to give shout-outs to our loyal army. I also have to give a shout-out to this couple that I met at the wedding that I was at who are, um, who are fans of the fucking pod. And we have to give it out for Taylor and her boyfriend, Trent, who at the end of the kind of first night, I'm, I'm talking to them. And and Trent says to his to Taylor, he says, "Are you really gonna pretend like you know we don't know who he is? Are we really gonna pretend like we don't know who he is?" <laughs> and I was like, "What?" And they were like, "We're fans of the pod." <laughs> and they're like, "We're listening. To, we're listening to hottest drivers on our way up here." And uh, yeah, so we got to give it out. Shout out to Taylor and Trent. Um, thank you for your support. Um, it means a lot. Uh, and. Yeah, I think before the last thing I'll, we'll say in the last moment of the race that we that we didn't talk about was when Giovinazzi oh, in the very beginning, in the very beginning of the race before anything started, uh, when everyone was on the intermediate tires, goes into the pits uh, at the very first lap, the first time when the crash happened, and what did he say? He said, um, "We gamble." He goes, "We gamble. We are going to gamble on this one. We are going to take a risk, I take a gamble." And um, we want to thank you all for gambling with the Red Flags podcast. And uh, until next week, later, wankers. Goodbye, wankers. Box the car, box the car, box the car.